0: Your stare was holding, jeans, skin was showing, hot night wind was blowing. Where you think you going, baby? Hey, I just you. And this is crazy.
1: Hey, and we're back from the Hamilton County Lincoln Day dinner. One of the largest, if not the largest Lincoln Days in the country is what I heard. Definitely in the state of Indiana, Nathan, so
2: it's a pretty yeah, big and deal. The, and the guy that I want to introduce right now, uh, he was actually super friendly to me. I, I mean in Madison County, I became a delegate. Uh, really I, I think because um, I, I just wished upon a star and it worked out that way. <laughs> so I'm at the GOP convention uh, this past summer. In Indiana. Yep. And this guy was sitting right beside me, super friendly. We have Rodney Cummings with us from from Anderson and he's our our uh, mean DA with T. <laughs> <laughs>
3: How you doing, Nigga? I'm Very doing good. good to see you. Yeah. yeah. Mike
2: I'm Honestly, always talking really, to Rodney about about the death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: <laughs> well, we had a pretty serious discussion about it, but yeah. one of my officers got killed last summer at the Elwood Police
1: That's officer. right. That was uh, yeah. Noah, right? I yeah.
3: yeah. I did file the death penalty against him. Not the first time I filed the death penalty, but I did file the death penalty in that case, and deservedly so. That's right. Yeah, you know, I still have reservations that that's going to be carried out because we haven't had a death penalty. Survived scrutiny from the Seventh Circuit of Appeal, six from the Circuit Court of Appeals in Chicago in thirteen years. Maybe they've overturned oh, wow. every single one of them. When I became prosecutor in 1995, there were 54 people on death row. There's nine there now. They're not.
2: They're not. Being there's expelled. only nine. Wow. There's nine. And wow. They're, not, they're not being executed.
1: And, and I'm guessing that's not because uh, heinous crimes, crimes have gone down. <laughs> I just think there's a, a you
3: know. the the people who are against law and order, just it's one of their issues, and it's outrageous. Trust me, I've been doing this job for 40 years. I was a police officer in Anderson for 15. I'm now in my 26 years, the elected prosecutor in Madison County. I was a deputy prosecutor in Hamilton County, Marion County, and Delaware County. There are a lot of bad people out there, a lot of bad people, and some of them commit crimes so horrible that the death penalty is not appropriate resolution of those cases mm. but unfortunately it's just not happening as mm. the way it should not at least here I mean Texas Alabama miss in the South Florida it still is happening
2: there but that's about the only place yeah and it's not literally a Indiana judge that's stopping this it's it's, it's a it's a group of people from a different state yeah it's the well
3: they works? they're from this judicial circuit but it's in Chicago we have it passes the Indiana Supreme Court then gets past the federal district court then it goes to the District Court of Appeals in Chicago, and they are like Amy Coney Barrett was on. That. She overturned one of our cases. So oh, I think wow. She's overturned several of them, and now she's on the Supreme Court. But it's there are people from Indiana, but other states as well. They get appointed by the president, and and uh, the Senate has to be the confirmation. They have to be confirmed. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Because I I looked up how many people in Indiana were on death row just four or five days ago, and it was forty-six. Oh. You're no, saying no, there's no, only no, nine?
3: No, no there's there's not. Wow. wow. It might be eight, might be nine. I, last I, the last number I heard was nine. There's no way it's in the 40s.
2: So for, for people who really want to better understand this, the, the process of going through this, by the time they get all their appeals, this is a 10-year-long process? Yeah. Or at least. At least.
3: The last death penalty I filed was in 2005. It was Frederick Baer who did a home invasion in Lapel. He, he had done lots of home invasion rapes he did a home invasion to rape a woman she had a 4 year old daughter there uh, he, st- he had a knife and started cutting her clothes off the little girl came in she resisted he cut her throat and then cut the little girl's throat. oh my gosh and he was the jury uh, imposed a death penalty but the 7th circuit and he was doing interviews he was doing interviews you know I should be executed someone who does what I do should be executed and still, they still overturned, still overturned it. it. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. So the first part of it is, there, there can't be proof beyond a reasonable doubt. That has to be proof beyond all doubt before we're going to close the death penalty. Then now it's is that the worst of the worst? Is this the worst of the worst kind of crimes? And that's it's just the the public sentiment for it is going. It's like everything else in the media. You know, we don't want to put people in prison. We don't want to. It's constant. Yeah. It's constant struggle about crimes being reduced. Let's get less people in prison. Let's don't hold people accountable. And then that's what you end up with in cities like Indianapolis and other major cities. Now in. do
2: we believe that that's actually the the run of the mill voter? That that's that you're you're saying that that's the way it's swayed that normal law abiding citizens are asking for more leniency on murderers. Because I have a hard time believing that. I think because I think people just see they, they see unbelievable crime yeah. and they're going, what the heck is going to turn The course
3: here. I agree with that, Nathan. But then when you put them in that that seat, then they're like, Oh, wait a minute, I don't want to be the one that has to decide it. That's what a lot of them So you're saying
2: that when they become jury, so all the people that are going, I don't want to serve on the juries, I don't I don't wanna serve on jury duty, we're we're letting that fall to people who are 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 not gonna make that decision.
3: I think the media has done such a, a successful job at indoctrinating people against how many wrongful convictions are in this country? Which is absolutely absurd. There are some. There are some. Not very. Not not as many as you would be led to believe. There are some. Particularly uh, some from the eighties, nineties. DNA wasn't there. That you'll find a few. It's not. It's not an overwhelming number, but if you if you watch the media in any movie about exonerators, it's it's like every day. It's a daily occurrence. That's the way it gets sold in the media. And it, wow. And it, it's ridiculous. So what would it
2: take to, to change it? You literally are talking different judges. I think different laws. I think, you know, different
3: prosecutors. There's so few prosecutors now that you want to take the time and, you know, one of the criticisms is are you going to spend a half a million dollars of taxpayers money in madison county for a case you know probably will not be imposed on this defendant yeah absolutely because this is my assignment that's what i'm going to do others have different assignments let them make the decision they need to make it's the law in indiana and as long as it is i have to decide is this an appropriate case and if you shoot at a police officer 36 times and hit him so many times you can't tell how many times he was shot before wow. he didn't even get out of the car. Yeah, that, wow. that's a death penalty case in my view. I believe he's yeah. going to be sentenced to death. Does it get through the appellate process, I'm not as, I'm not as confident. Wow.
1: wow. So,
3: Rodney, you, um,
1: you're, you're DA of Madison County, but you're also in the 5th Congressional District, the district I that I ran for, and you've announced that you're running for Congress in the 5th. Is that right, or did I get
3: ahead of you there? Well... I haven't announced it. The formal announcement is <laughs> April 26th. Okay, all right. At 4 p.m. in Anderson. Oh, so okay, all right, all and right, all right. I will yeah. say this. I'm the, I'm the district attorney. I'm the prosecuting attorney in Madison County. I'm also president of the Indiana Association of Prosecuting Attorneys. My colleagues, my 90 colleagues elected me to be their president. I've also been elected twice to serve as Indiana's only representative on the National District Attorney's Board of Directors. So I one of the one of the conversations i just came back from phoenix two weeks ago for a board meeting the conversations and do we make a statement about the manhattan DA and mr bragg and all of that yeah there was a lot of discussion there's about 50 or 60 members of that board and we're all very diverse you know large small democrats republicans and ultimately the decision was not not to make a decision but i'm i go to washington every every year for a week to lobby or advocate for national crime laws I was in in February I was in DC met with Aaron Halchin who's a good friend of mine she invited me to dinner I had dinner with eight members of congress which was very enlightening I mean
1: <laughs> I mean people think <laughs> Did they try to talk you out of it <laughs> yeah.
3: No they were okay me, okay okay They
1: were talking were they like, you really want this job? You got to come out to the swamp. And... It is not yeah. glamorous. Oh, it's not at all. No, two, yeah. Two of
3: those guys were sleeping in air mattresses in their office. Yeah, because you have to have you have to have a place in DC and a place at home. Yeah, most of them are younger than I am. Yeah, big bucks. They have kids. All of them were FaceTiming their kids. And wow. There's no way. I wow. mean, I was too active in my with my children and their sports lives. school. I, I couldn't have done that. But yeah. at this point in my life, I'm I'm financially secure and I don't have. Children, I have to worry about, and I would say this yes, I am going to run for the fifth district Republican nomination, and this is why I don't believe anybody has my resume. Both in the state, I was in the state house two weeks ago testifying before a Ways and Means Committee. Be. I've been doing that for t- 10 or 12 years. Uh, this is my fifth year with the National District Attorney's Board of Directors. And we advocate for uh, national. Crime policy. I'm there on the Hill. Most of every year, I'm in, I'm in the State House lobbying these things. In addition, I've got life experiences nobody else has. Mm-hmm. and I love Hamilton County. I really do. I live 15 minutes from here, and I shop, and I eat, and I enjoy my a lot of my private time here. Yeah. But this this community does not represent the other communities in this district. How many people in this community have ever been to Anderson, Muncie, Marion, and Yeah. Very few, probably. And and the, the theme I have, I think I'm going to run pretty strong in Madison County. I believe I'm going to run very strong in Delaware County. I have the elected officials there, party chairs, same way in Great County. I'm still working. Wayne County, met with the mayor a couple of weeks ago and Senator Buck and Judy Buck, who's the fifth district chair. I've met with them, very encouraging. Uh, we'll see what happens. The real issue for me is if I have enough money, I will win this election. Yeah. But what you do is challenge people yeah. who are going to spend a million or two million of your own dollars. And I'm, really, said, I'm not really sure, or Micah, that you know, our founders envisioned rich people buying seats then.
2: Yeah. And that's no, they exactly did yeah. That's what happens here. Yeah. 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 Micah has always said that you know, that's one of the big things, just trying to get on balance in different places. that they, they make it so very difficult for ordinary people to run. Yeah, without a doubt. Hey, we, a got a, we got it. We got a
1: one of your friends here and a friend of mine too. Uh, we've Look, got a Madison the Madison County chair.
2: Delegate.
1: That's right. He appointed. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking when he appointed Nathan to the delegate spot. But Russ, how
0: are you? We we'll always make a mistake once in <laughs> a while. Russ, what's Russ, going on? Up, yeah. That.
1: Welcome to Hamilton County. What's what's going on up in Madison County with the Republican Party?
0: Well, we just pretty well own the place. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we swept the offices last fall. We only had two that we didn't have, and now we have those. Okay. Well, Wow. Good. We hope to carry that over to next year, obviously.
1: So it's interesting, Madison County, because you got a very red county, but Anderson is more blue, right? So yeah. what what are you doing to kind of counter that? Like, how are you are you like What can we do to kind of take Anderson back in the way of you know, we'll say righteousness, for lack of a better <laughs> a better word, right? But are, are you you got a strategy for Anderson?
0: Well, we're working on to get more of a presence on the city council. Okay. Um, don't know how the primary is going to come out. Uh, both sides. Democrat incumbent mayor has two opponents. We have three people running on uh, the Republican side. So we'll just have to see how that sorts out. I'm concentrating on the city council because that's that's where I can have some influence. Yeah. And uh, try to get some good people in there and make you know we won't have a majority. I don't expect that because it is the city itself is, is Democrat. Yeah. Dynamics. When we
2: when we were driving around. Uh, When you took me out, Rod, um, you were talking about just how bad the the schools are in Anderson. What's going to change there?
3: Anderson is a tough community. We were the last two years we've been listed by national publications as the fifteenth most miserable city in America. Wow. We have one of the lowest uh, performing school systems in 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 Indiana, and it's very disappointing. I mean, honestly, both of my daughters graduated from Madison High School, but I'm not sure I would send them there now. It's yeah. just the quality of the education. I wish it were better. I love that community, but there's so much. One of the real problems we have is there's a lot of poverty and drugs, and, and you look at this statewide, the, all the negatives statistically, we're in the bottom three counties in every Whoa. category, and what hurts us more is all the professional people just move 15 miles to Hamilton County, yep. and so... That that's that's very. I mean, losing those people out of our community makes it very tough. And Anderson is extremely democratic, although the county was too. When I got, when I got elected ninety four, I was only the second Republican Never only, I only taken to county countywide office. Now there are no Democrats that hold county-wide office, even down wow. hold eight are state reps or state senators, even down to the township levels. There are no Democrats. Wow. But the city and the mayor, the clerk, the judge, seven of the nine. Uh, county members are Democrat, and we're losing one who's running for mayor. So we're going to struggle to even get two. So, I mean, it's
0: but if it hadn't been for him being prosecutor for the last 20 years, we'd be in a whole lot worse shape. Yeah. very yeah. honestly.
2: Yeah. Now, if you step out of that position, though, you have a sharp young man that will follow after yeah, you. I'm working on it. I mean, yeah.
3: We, we had the reason why you have to take a driver's license to vote in Indiana is because of voter fraud that was happening in Anderson. Wow. They prosecuted those people. The FBI was in here. and I mean, it, it was an ugly situation. The FBI uh, identified 3,000 fraudulent votes that were being cast. Jeez. And I think... I
1: a That's a big deal in a small kind of yeah. little community, yeah. yeah. Well,
3: it makes a difference. Yeah. A Republican, yeah. you yeah. go in, you know you got to win by more yeah. than 2,500 yeah. or, 2, or 3,000 you have a chance to win. you got to... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So
3: oh, hey hey
1: uh, real quick, right. if people want to find out more about Madison County Republicans and then about what you're doing, Rodney, where can they go?
3: I don't have a website up yet, but you can look my name up on Google, <laughs> on, on YouTube. There's a thousand <laughs> okay, videos. Okay, all
1: right. We'll see an HBO special
0: day. about it. You yeah. can call and leave a message 765-643-4871. I do return phone calls. Cool. Yes, he does.
2: I will say that. I know that for certain. Russ Russ Willis, the chairman
1: of Madison County Republican Party, and Rodney Cummins
2: running for Congress in the 5th. So thanks.
1: Yeah, you guys have a great evening. Yep. We'll be right back from the Lincoln Day dinner here at Hamilton County Republican Party.
2: My name is Nathan Peternell from Life Church. I'm the lead pastor. And on behalf of a lead pastor who's loved you in your life, I just want to say I think it's time to come home. It's time to go back to the house of God, to the people of God. You've allowed COVID and so many other reasons to divide you, but it's time to get back to what matters most. If you have a church family, return there. But if you don't, we'd love to have you at Life Church. We have four locations at Pendleton, Eagle Creek, Noblesville, and Fishers. Join us at LifeChurchIN.com.